Hi guys, <laughs> welcome back to the On Form Podcast. Where this, this, it's me and Toby again. Um, but this time we got Luca with us, and I think he's going to become a regular offender on the On Form Podcast. Um, so say hi, Luca. Hey guys, happy to be here. Offender, <laughs> <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> All right, so big week. Tottenham, two-one loss to West Ham. Just want to cool. put it out there early. But we pulled it back with a massive four-nil over Wolfsburg. So I'm happy overall. No, no, no. Let's just go back to that Premier League one. You look at well, this week we won. No, five-two. No. No, you're playing some. I don't know where Wolfsburg from. Austria. Austria. Budget Wolfsburg That's kind of well, not even the real one. Yeah, but it's that's not a good. Oh, it's a good result, obviously, in the Europa League. But to lose two one to West Ham, obviously the top four contenders. But that's the game they you are need top to be winning four right now. We're nine. Yeah. So I don't know what your expectations are. The other games you meant to be winning. Yeah, West Ham have been having a very, very good season. They have. Like I remember, start of the season, there was talk of them being relegated. Like a lot of people in their early season predictions had them as. In the relegation zone. Oh yeah, they lost two 0 to and Newcastle on the opening day, and they looked abysmal. No, didn't they lose to us? Oh yeah, I thought it was three 0 wasn't it? Yeah, William got like three assists. No, 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 that was um Fulham. They lost to Newcastle day one. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And according to a lot of fans, they were looking abysmal going into the season, but they've pulled it back, and they they are amazing right now. I know everyone. Everyone across the park is doing what they need to be doing, like. The whole defense has been insane. Yeah, I think they've got quite a lot of clean sheets. Because from what I've heard, is they've just they used to have like the odd player that could stand out and get, have a ten out of ten, but then they just had no consistency. But now they've just the whole team's consistent, and like you, yeah. they've got eleven players who will bring in like a six out of ten performance week in week exactly. out, and that's what you need for a team like West Ham and a team like Leicester. And, who are like over, overachieving as such? Maybe not Leicester, but definitely West Ham. Yeah, and like definitely. yeah, so it's been it's been big for them. I hope David Moyes can stick around and get an actual project going. Because when did they bring him in? Last season was it, or start of the season? Maybe. Yeah, well, they had him. They had him in for a period, and then they sacked him. I th- yeah, I think it might have been a mutual agreement to leave, and then obviously he's come back, and he's a really. I think he's a really underrated manager. Oh, definitely. He was unreal. He was very good at Everton, but the Man United, he got put in at a bad time. Ferguson didn't leave Man United good for him. He didn't really think about the future when he did leave no. that job. Nothing against Ferguson, obviously. But, um, yeah, yeah he was just push, pushed into that position, and no no manager was going to save Man United from losing, from the drop-off that, that, that was going to occur. And it just yeah, hundred percent. It did, especially because of the standard that they already had held for themselves. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, <laughs> big big win. Um, we talked about Fulham last episode. Leicester beat Aston Villa. Right. So um, did you hear about the fantasy football situation with Leicester? So yeah. basically, oh, so basically, Aston Villa. Sorry. Basically, That's um, right. there was. There's Twitter accounts. Well, I, I think it's conspiracy or something. There's Twitter accounts that follow the Premier League players and their fantasy football teams. And they noticed that four Aston Villa players and two staff members had taken Grealish out of their team. So they that obviously is a sign that Grealish must be injured. And Aston Villa were going to use it as the advantage because like, Leicester would be fully planning for them to play always through Grealish and him the main man. Yeah, and um, yeah. So I think they're going to be banned from playing uh, playing fantasy football for this year. <laughs> yeah, that would. I mean, obviously it's quite, not that it's bad. Like, but you'd rather play it, but it's not. It's not a huge <laughs> L when you're like part of the accessibility. Yeah. Like, when you're playing in the Premier League, yeah, the... <laughs> I think I think I'd happily give that up to be in that position. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Man City beat Arsenal. No surprises. No one's really surprised. Yeah, keep oh. keep another clean sheet. That's yeah. kind of typical of them right now. Yeah, the only thing I'm surprised about is not four 0 yeah. But was that yeah, our prediction? That's true. Last week, Toby. But I think it was a lot more comfortable than it looks. To be fair. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it looks like it. Yeah, Man City. Oh, stats wise, it doesn't. 
it's not too far out there, but Arsenal only one shot on target kind of says a little bit. Yeah. Um, what else was there? Man United winning Newcastle. That's a bad loss for Newcastle. Obviously, they were expected, but puts them within yeah. three points to Fulham. So that yeah, relegation. Fulham back, eh? They have, and Newcastle and Fulham play each other on the final day. So wow. That's going to be Because I thought it was going to be set in stone like a few weeks ago. Yeah, it did. Fulham just... had some big results. You lagged out a bit there. Fulham have had some like big, big results recently. Yeah, exactly. They've, in the last five, they've drawn two and one two. So. And move, yeah, moving on really to the next good. result. Ben Teke, 95th minute winner. Oh, wow. Really smile to your face. Yeah. They had three That's shots, really two on target, scored two of them. Ben Teke in the 95th minute. Brighton had 25 shots with five on target, and it's 75 percent. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, Crystal Palace only had like uh, four or five touches in the yeah. Brighton box. Yeah, and it was ended up being two yeah. goals. So, yeah, <laughs> talk about consistency in front of your That kind of sums up Brighton for you, though. They put in good, like actual decent performances week in week out, but they. They really struggle just to like their defense holds on to hold on to it. Like, who's this Brighton? Yeah, Brighton. Yeah, like they they were pushing for that late goal so much that they got caught out of the back. And it was a really good finish from Inteke, but like it, it shouldn't come to that. Exactly. Like, yeah. You need to when you're in a rele- relegation battle, you need to accept that sometimes a point is good enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you so... can't keep throwing everything forward to try and get the three. You, you don't need it. A point is okay when you're facing another relegation. Sort of yeah, exactly, team. and that's a huge win for Crystal Palace. Moves them oh, ahead really of Southampton. Um, yeah. yeah, and talking about Southampton, what their shocking form can uh, continues. Three 0 loss to to Leeds. Yeah, that's a bit embarrassing. I know Leeds are pretty much the most on and off team in the whole league, but like, I just three 0 seems like really bad, and it just it really shows the state of the Southampton team in right now. They have a few injuries, don't they? I think they do, but it it's, it seems like Leeds are either going to win 3-0 yeah, or lose 3-0. They've only got two yeah, draws in the league this season. <laughs> Them and Sheffield are tied for least draws, so they either win or lose pretty much every game. Yeah. And it's 11 wins it's for 12 unreal. losses. It's pretty even. Yeah. It's almost yeah. 40, 43 goals to yeah, 43 yeah. goals uh, conceded. Yeah. And also with Southampton, it's just, it's important to remember, like they were top of the league earlier this season. Yeah, they were. It was, t- yeah. it was in November as well, not even like early stages after the first two weeks when they'd won two games or something like that. Yeah, exactly. They were right. top in November. Yeah. Like, that's and, a... and oh, it's just really, I just, I can't see how that's happened because they, they have a good squad, even it's, with it, injuries. It feels like it's ever since that Liverpool win. Yeah, like it that, actually that, has that... all gone downhill from there. That was the last win, I think. I'll have a look now, but they had a massive, obviously, a big Liverpool win. Yeah, and then since I think the then, only like, result then is that one against Chelsea, because yes. I think they I think they lost all like six games before that, and then the one game after that Chelsea game. Yeah, because since after the Liverpool game, they lost to Leicester, and then scrapping the two FA, FA Cup games, which they did beat Arsenal in one of them. Yeah. They lost to Arsenal, lost to Villa, lost nine 0 to United, lost to Newcastle, lost to the Wolves, and then Jordan of Chelsea. And, and they lost to Leeds. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's since that Liverpool game that they've just gone on a downhill. Yeah. It's wow. pretty, pretty I've unreal. I've just noticed that Spurs yeah. and um, Liverpool are on the same form as Sheffield in the last five games. <laughs> one, one win in five, all the rest were losses. <laughs> yeah, That's we, good. We, we, I said popping off. We won't go too deep into it, but Henderson could be out for 12 weeks. Which is just another big, big blow. Another, big. yep. So, it's, I've just given up now. Who even cares? Yeah, we just need I, to get I through say, the season say this season's look back. Void, but we keep Arsenal 11th. <laughs> you don't want that to happen. The Premier, the Premier League um, said that if COVID was to like hit and they had to do something to the season, they were going to cancel it and leave the places as it is. West Ham and Champions League. Oh, I mean, is that really even that outrageous to say? Like, they're on really good form. They're playing no, well. And, like, they haven't looked bad all season apart from the first few weeks. There's a long way to go, though. I know there is. But, you know, there was a long way to go for Leicester back in the 15, so. Yeah, that's true. 
At least anyway. I couldn't hold it last year, though. No, I could not. All right, let's move on from Premier League. Um, one game that was big in the Serie A, Inter vs Milan. It was. 3-0 to Inter Milan. Yeah, you've seen those memes going around. Yeah. It's like um, Ibra and Lukaku, like nose-to-nose in each other's face. <laughs> it's like... Oh, that was in the cup game, though. Yeah. I think the, two, the two Inter strikers are really, really good. Oh, they're unreal. Like, uh, Lukaku, I thought his career was done for, to be honest, but I'm so glad that he's actually been able to revive his career and then become like pretty much one of the best strikers in Serie A, if not the world. Exactly. Yeah, he's one behind like, Ronaldo. It's really impressive. Martinez as well, I think, is quite underrated. He scores a lot of goals. Yeah. Especially and when you have another got... massive goal scorer in your team, it's not easy to do that. Exactly. The Inter team is looking good, and I hope they win it because I doubt Milan have a chance now. I just feel like it's over for them. Yeah. You know, they're in bad form, a few losses now. They need um, to drop so, the mentality changes. Exactly. So I hope I, I hope Inter can push on and win that one. Yeah. Or win the whole thing, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, it will be interesting. It'd be um, cool to see. It would also kind of show the change in sort of era for, from when it was just Juve winning. Because they won like 90s in, in a row or something like that. Eh? Oh yeah, something like that. It'd be cool to see another team actually do that. And it also shows the state of the Juventus team. Yeah, I'd love to see like the Inter Milan versus AC Milan rivalry come back. Yeah, if they were the two big teams. Well, exactly. I mean, they already are two of the biggest teams, but if they were, like, everyone knew they were the two big teams. Instead of yeah. Juventus. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, should we move on? Let's see, Bundesliga. Did anything happen? Oh, got a brace, I think. Yeah, we covered the Schalke game. game. It's not surprising anymore. <laughs> just, just a goal yeah, machine. So good. Like a year ago, you wouldn't have expected him to be being compared to like a youngster like Mbappe. Like well, I mean, he, how long has he really been even known for? It was since that World Cup, eh? Yeah. The, the under what was it? Under eighteen. Yeah, 21? even then, like he obviously had that game. We scored seven. But I didn't, like, no one blinked an eye because I don't yeah, think no I... no one thought it was going to be anything. Yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, that's the odd game. You do see those quite, like, semi-often as well. Like, those youngsters just happen to have, like, a crazy game. and then it, like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you exactly. just... But he just didn't stop yeah, you, saw, you see them and you think, oh, yeah, that's cool, but, like, he's going to he's gonna be a flop. Because the youngsters yeah. that... The, what they get hard yeah, the big youngsters that end up coming out are the ones that, like, come out of nowhere. Whereas I'd say he did yeah. somewhat because like he's at Salzburg, but everyone had forgotten about him from that World Cup. I didn't even know his name. I just saw that someone scored seven. Yeah, exactly. And then he you scores against. The time, you don't even take. You don't even think to take the time to recognize the name because you know exactly. nothing's going to amount from it. And then he's in a, a tough Champions League group. He scores against Liverpool. He scores for like Salzburg, a small team, and it's just that's when he starts getting known. Yeah. And, and and it shows how much of a goal machine he is when he's still like bagging in the goals for Salzburg, like exactly. That, that really goes to show. I think we could just talk about the yeah, obviously Mbappe versus Haaland because it seems like it's the new Messi Ronaldo as such because Haaland after his game in the Champions League when he scored two, he said he was motivated because of Mbappe. So in a, in a way. Yeah. He started that rivalry. He's kind of. It is, yeah. It's the kind of rivalry that they two, the Messi and Ronaldo had. I exactly. don't think it'll be to the same extent because I, I think it could be, but I don't think it will be. They're both really good. No, I also they're not in the same league, so there's not like those nah, yeah, classicos true, that you true. get to actually see them go head to head. No, but you I think know? they're looking for that's for the future. Like I don't, you can't see Haaland staying there forever. Oh, Haaland can't stay at Dortmund forever if he wants to really go exactly. down as one of the best players. But there's one, I, 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 obviously Mbappe is an unreal talent, but Haaland has this ego about him, which is similar to like, so like Ronaldo, Messi, uh, not Messi, sorry, Ronaldo's Latin and players like that. And yeah. I think that's what's going to put him ahead of Mbappe. Yeah. And obviously, uh, like I used to view that ego as something like, oh, they're just like selfish, but it's like what you need if you want to become the best. Yeah. And yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's all about like believing in yourself and actually knowing like yeah, exactly. And one thing I w- why I think it's so good these days is when you don't have the fans behind you, but you still have this massive ego. That's yeah, what pushes yeah. you. Whereas if you're if you've got a real low ego, I'm not saying Mbappe do- uh, does have a low ego, but you need the fans as such sometimes to push you along. And if you're in a bad run of form, and they start like turning against you at times, like that can really yeah. be have a big effect. Yeah, that's a good point. But you know, so let's say you're managing whoever, who would you rather have right now? It's different for different teams, I think. Because some, like, Mbappe's versatile. He can pretty much play anywhere across the front three. Yeah. Haaland's nailed on striker, but I think he's easily a better yeah, striker Harland, than Mbappe. Look at, look at Dortmund's team compared to PSG's team. And look at the amount of goals Haaland's creating compared to Mbappe. They're basically the same numbers. Ha- Mbappe's got more assists. Oh, no. Haaland's numbers are much up, yeah. Yeah, Haaland's goal numbers are much more up. And then I think um, Mbappe has a few more. I believe since... I believe Haaland's over a goal a game. What are his averaging? I think he's equal. 43 from 43, I think. At least he's played a game since then. Which is insane for a guy that's, what, 20, 21? Not even, actually. Yeah. And I'll put it... That is crazy. I'd put it as the second most competitive league in the world. Oh, not Serie A? Oh, that's yeah. But I'd say the smaller teams are better in the Bundesliga. That's true. Really? I'd... Oh. Yeah, no, but Serie A small teams are just dead. Yeah, like, like it's just nailed all wins. Yeah, that's if, true. If but I think they have the more competitive eight. teams in the Serie A. Yeah, but then yeah, I don't I think that. it's yeah. But I think when you just look down the bottom and you've got like Crotone, Parma, Benevento, yeah, and then you look at the Bundesliga. And you're looking at teams maybe like Mainz who have a like, big history and a strong team. Schalke, obviously, aren't doing well this season. Hertha Berlin are 15th. Hertha Berlin have some strong players. Um, Hoffenheim are 11th. Mönchengladbach are 8th. It's like, it's it's still, I'd say, I'll just yeah. put it above Serie A. I think they're very close. I don't think it matters which one's higher, but they're very oh, close. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,. What were we talking about? Um, you were, yeah, we were talking about uh, the Dortmund like, squad. I think I think when Haaland's yeah. still able to score that many goals on the form that Dortmund... Like, they have good players, but on the form that Dortmund have been in recently and he still scores that many goals, I think it's quite crazy. Yeah, well, the Dortmund are not doing well. Like, Sancho's playing poorly. Yeah. I mean, he's done, he's done a little bit of rec- like He's really done a right more recently, but... I think... Yeah. <clears throat> but apart from that, he's been pretty bang average this season. They haven't really had anything else going forward, no. apart from him. Yeah, like if you put like Di Maria and Neymar on either side of Haaland, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's just goals. It's like infinite goals. Yeah. But then also Mbappe, that game at the New Camp without Neymar is a huge like. Not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say yeah. turning point, but just like stamping down like like he actually is yeah. one of the best. I think he needed he needed a game, game like that. After as well. that game, didn't they lose two one or something like that? Yeah, but like he, he didn't score in his first four games under Poch, so but I feel like it's starting to come in now. He's starting to find that, um, and yeah. that's why I. Oh, you expect a player like him to go like ballistic under a manager like Mott Poch? Yeah, as well. and I think like, such an attacking like minded manager. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with him in the future because if he does choose to leave like how soon will it be because like you're under great manager now and I feel like this PSG team will win a Champions League soon yeah it, it sort of depends, depends how on... long Bayern's reign was for yeah what do you say depends how long Bayern keep this like dominance well, up they, they've, they've formed a league pretty recently they've been great yeah yeah but they wasn't like it wasn't it was obviously great enough to win the league last year, but it wasn't amazing. It was amazing last year, I feel like. Yeah, it was. They were, it was good. They were it was definitely very year. good. They're not the no, same. No one could beat them last yeah. year. But they the, were the, seriously insane. The only team in the world right now that are on unreal form and you would consider unbeatable are Man City. Yep, easily. They lost four games, drew four games, though, last year, uh, Bayern. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it was early that's season, unreal. Like, and that's still, yeah, that's still really good. This is, I, they've already, yeah, the, this is they've nearly equaled good. that this year. 
on the losses and draws. Yeah. But I, what I'm trying to say, really, is that they were a lot better in Europe, I think. Oh, yeah. They were really good in Europe. But Europe's like, you, you in the European games, you you turn up mentally more than the league yeah. games. You you go into that like, okay, this is a knockout. This is serious right now. Champions League final against Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a dead final there. But, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's when it's in a league when you're like, you're looking so far ahead and you're like, oh, if we win this game, it means something, but it's not enough because you can't see the ends picture. Yeah. But in a Champions yeah. League, in a knockout, you know what happens as soon as that final whistle goes, whether yeah. you're out or you're, you're, you're through. And that's why like, it means so much and it's so easy to motivate yourself for that. Yeah. So Chelsea Atletico. Luca Chelsea fan. That was a huge win. It was. It was. Uh, it's going to be always a tough game. I think Atletico were the hardest draw second place team out of any, any of them, including Barca. I think I'd put the them way they Barca. set up. Yeah, I'd put them up above Barca because of their recent Spe- form in the league. Yeah, it, actually, their the recent form has been great, but throughout the season they've been insane in the league. Yeah. Um. And the way they def- like tactically they set up so well, just to not concede. I think they've conceded like sixteen goals in the league this season. Yeah, which is unreal. Um, especially when the quality of their players, like, it's not that crazy. Their squad is not that crazy. They've got a lot of good players. They have like, a lot of experience, which I think yeah, is big for important. yeah the way they play because yeah. they, they demand a lot and you need to be like focused while playing this mm-hmm. kind of formation because one poor position like position error and that can cause like a big upset in the way they play yeah absolutely i think um with the game though it just like i think chelsea would deserve it winners at the end i think atletico had few chances i think chelsea did well to defend them from what i've seen um, and obviously, Giroud's goal is just—you kind of credit it. Like it was a very, very nice goal. Yeah, they didn't get a shot on target as well. I said, huh? Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't so... have the chances though. I remember that one that was whipped into Lamar back post, and he just completely miskicked it wide. Oh yes, I do remember that. Yeah, so it seems like maybe they could have done better with their chances, but I think at the end of the day, Chelsea were the deserved winners, and their away goal will be a massive. Mm. Plus, going into the home league. Um, Bayern, Lazio. I don't think we need to talk about this one, do we? No, I think... I think. No. I mean, Lazio exactly maybe could have had a chance at the start of the game, being at home. I think their home form was quite good before it. But, like... I mean, Bayern did what they do so often. Yeah. They are down in sixth yeah. in the league. Who, Lazio? Yeah. I think their home form's been good. I they're think it's their bad... away form that's leaving them down. Yeah. Well, they're not in bad form. They've won four out of the last five, so... Yeah. Like, I think that recently they've been quite good. Yeah. But it's just, like, buying... I mean, I don't think anyone's really going to put money on Lazio to actually go through there. <laughs> no way. Maybe go to the fly um, run for their money, but as soon as the two or three go in, it's just, you know, it's over. Yeah, exactly. Um, Atalanta, Real Madrid? They nearly did it. They gave it a good go. I know, Phil and, Me- Phil and Mindy scoring again. Was it a good Scored. goal? I heard it was a, quite a good goal. I'm not sure. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's wonderful effort on the recent yeah. commentary. So. Yeah. The timeline, the Google yeah, timeline. Yeah, the Google timeline. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Aslan did well. Yeah. I mean, only losing one in the first game, it leaves the second game still open because that game could have easily, they could have been beaten by two or three goals and then the game can be dead especially when that's away if they can yeah. take like if they can take a one that goal guy got... loss to the next game then they they still win with a big chance obviously and they're, re- they're very attacking team so yeah but they did lose Papu Gomez though so it's like yeah that's a big blow he was one of their like most creative players exactly that might be big for Sevilla though who are three oh, yeah, that, that will be good yeah because he, he didn't play in that game eh? he wasn't there yet no he didn't so he might be able to help influence that game, depending on how well and quickly he can get set up. Yeah. Um, and then Man City mentioned that back. That's just... Yeah. What was it, 2-0? No, there's only, I'd say, one good game in those last four. It's expected wins for City. They're on the form of their lives right now. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop them. No. 
was it really the form of their lives though? That centurion season. Was, oh yeah. Was a little bit better. <laughs> oh no, but yeah. still the form they're on right now. Yeah, they haven't good. lost like a oh, game yeah, in yeah. ages, or even drawn a game. Like yeah, yeah exactly. Started um, the form yeah. of their lives. So any other big results recently? I think maybe it's time to move on to Europa League. Not really. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> Luke, take us away, mate. Yeah. All right, let me just Google this puppy. Yeah, I'd be more prepared than that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm getting Lots lit Lots of goals, though, which is... I think the big one I want to talk about first... Oh, that's first, exactly what you'd expect from The big one I want to talk about first is Leicester getting knocked out. Because I was, I was really surprised about that. Massive for Spurs. Massive for it's, Spurs. It's massive for any team. Long term, we would love that. Well, let's, give, let's give Luke yeah. a minute to talk about Tottenham. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, H1, okay, aggregate yeah. win. Well, I mean, we got given a difficult task facing <laughs> Wolfsburger. You know, I personally think Deli Ali's bicycle kick was better than Giroud's. It's quite funny. I didn't um, even know there was a bicycle kick. Yeah. Well, basically... What happened was it got played out wide. It got crossed in. Delia took a touch, like bounced it down onto the ground, and then bicycled it up mm-hmm. um, into the same place Giroud is. Okay. The only problem is it's against Wolfsburg and not Atletico. Four <laughs> <laughs> um, 0 was very convincing. Vinicius, Vinny goals. Um, he scored a brace. And it was they were eh, they were all right goals. He's a bit of a poacher. Can't lie. I don't think we're going to buy him because some reason. We got him on loan with a forty-five million. That's yeah, a little waste. Um, buyout. Because it's like you want to have a backup striker. You can yeah. still like rely on long. Oh, if we could, I would have been happy to pay for him like twenty-five, thirty mil. He's doing well. Even but forty-five is just yeah. It's a great loan. You don't spend that much on a decision loan. But I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, you would definitely, especially with COVID times right now. Definitely, oh, he's not doing bad either. He's doing well. It's just forty-five million. Is just like yeah, it seems like he scores when he's relied upon. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it also is like, in. would you want like you want someone that's sort of more long term than that? Like, wouldn't you rather go for like a a Premier League striker that's from either a lesser club in the Premier now or just relegated? Yeah, yeah. like someone like what, like Danny Ings or not I Danny Ings? He's not, he no, 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 not Danny Ings. Danny Ings is unrealistic because why would he leave? Like, I know something's in bad form, but at the end of the day, they're still a good team, and he's still not. He's too good to be playing second to Harry Kane. Okay, well, I was just kind of bobbling out names but Josh King who before Josh King, he moved yeah. to Everton yeah because oh, you can't yeah. you can't have anyone that's going to replace Harry Kane no oh so yeah real everyone, everyone that comes to the club is knowing that they're not going to start in the Premier League when he's fit exactly so it's a really awkward position yeah but then that's when that's when you want to sign a young player you know yeah like if we signed like a say 20 year old that can actually come up behind a person like Harry Kane because if you can learn from a mentor like Harry Kane then you're already on a path of a good career a better career than most yeah exactly yeah. maybe Ryan Brewster we can sort of see yeah. that with other players like in the league though, bringing, <laughs> bringing the sort of young youngsters through in their own position like Espy's done it with Reese James yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. I can't actually think of another example Curtis Jones but who, who's done it with Curtis Jones Henderson Harvey Barnes. I know they're not the same position, but I'm sure he would have had something with Jamie Vardy and oh. stuff like that. Just coming up, just like, just like aspiring. Because Jamie uh, was Harvey Barnes is on great form this season. He's he's bagging goals. I bet, um, yeah, he speaking of Leicester as well, with the same sort of scenario, but Johnny Evans has been real big for Siyunku and Fafana. Johnny Fafana. Evans is a very underrated. Agreed. Agreed. So when did Siyunku come back? Because I'm not sure. He was out for a while. Is he going to start? I'd say he will. He was in very good form when he He did. was. He was. But Fafana's been really good this season. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, who, who would he come in and replace? Because I don't think... I know he's probably a better defender, modern-day defender right now, than Johnny Evans. But I feel like Johnny Evans' experience and sort of leadership, I don't think it's that easy to just give up. Oh, 100%. To yeah, yeah, you can't I feel like up. he has to stay. Yeah. Did they play a three-back no, or a four-back? Four. Four well, I think they needed to go to the Europa League because that's when Soyuncu and Fofana can get their game time. Yeah, exactly. And Soyuncu can yeah. come back into the squad. Exactly. Now without that and they're out of the cup competitions, it might be a bit of a yeah, yeah. an awkward one. All right, let's quickly scamper through the rest of the Europa League games. Ajax beat Lille 2-1 twice, 4-2 on aggregate. Yeah. I mean... 
it's a good it's a good fixture if you're a worse team in the Europa League because both teams are pretty decent. Mm. You know, if you if you were like a Shakhtar, you'd probably you'd probably be very happy that they're out now that Shakhtar are through. Yeah, uh, yeah. Napoli out to Granada. I'm surprised that one. Yeah, they won the second league two one, but lost the first one two one. I think yeah, Napoli no, got knocked so. out pretty early in it last year, didn't they as well? Yeah, they don't have too much luck with European competitions. Right. Yeah, and um, what, Stevie G's Rangers. Uh, what was that nine five? Nine five. And yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, three three draw in the first one. Yeah, Rangers four three. Yeah, four, three Rangers on great form right now. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. My Tevin yesterday hasn't got upgraded. <laughs> um, Arsenal playing playing with fire a bit. Yeah, they really. Oh, yeah. I I tuned I into the game in the morning. I tuned into the game in the draw- in the morning, um, and I just watched Caballos just hit it straight into the path of one of the Benfica players. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Holy moly, it's going to be two one. Arsenal going to need two goals." They got the two goals, obviously, but it was a nice thought thinking they might get knocked out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Hoffenheim. Yeah, yeah by Harland's old old club. Yeah. Older. Yeah. Interesting loss. Villarreal, so yeah. that's expected yeah. by Harland's old club. <laughs> Lister out. We talked about that. Milan goes through on away goals, but dodgy. Yeah, a bit of a close call with Red Star. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, Dynamo Kiev through. So, bit of a fifth game game there. Yeah, Man United yeah. middle drawer. They already had a round one aggregate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roma five one one on aggregate. Expect Leverkusen. Leverkusen out six three on aggregate. Got beat four three in the first leg, and then. 2 0 on the second. Pretty convincing yeah. performance by the young boys. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else? Um, Dynamo. Dyna- Dynamo, you go through. And Olympiakos went 5 4 on aggregate against PSV. That's huge. Um, Fun fact, actually, Zahavi got all four goals for PSV. Really? Really? Yeah. I think he, he's been quite good since he moved to PSV. Yeah, he has. Right, so I think. That's Europa League done. Yep. I reckon a big yeah. t- uh, topic that's going around right now is the is the the manager, not crisis, but the Chelsea manager replacement. Yeah. Obviously, it's been a big deal in the it has in the news. I want to talk about how this Chelsea mentality of trophies first, and it's been going on for a while ever since like yeah. 2003 with the the money started getting pumped in yep. and it's worked overall it's worked you've had huge success a lot of trophies yeah but then when Lampard came in he had a transfer ban he promoted a lot of youngsters he lost Eden Hazard who, which is he lost Eden Hazard and he performed he made FA, he made FA Cup final and he made top four I thought that was when a project was going to start you were not the only one. And I think that's what should have happened. I, I agree. But it seems like the board uh, conflicted. Because I think they also, they wanted to give it the time. But it's so difficult when you go and spend $200 million in the window and you're not getting the results. Like, yeah. you're not, like, they're really not good results either. Like, you're, you're going and losing to Everton and Wolves and... There were draws against Villa and losses to Arsenal, which was one of the worst ones out of the ball. I lost to City <laughs> in there as well. Mm. Like, it's just really, it was so frustrating because they were, Chelsea were playing quite well earlier this season. Like, they were in the title race, well in it. And then a lot of recent, like, fixtures pulled them down. Lampard took the blame, which he probably should have, to be fair. But a lot of the players sort of gave up on him as well as per usual with managers not playing to the style that the players like. Do you think if, let's say, fans were there, COVID was out of here, maybe Lampard would have had an extra month? Just because I feel like the Chelsea fans would have had a lot. They yeah, back I, well, a lot of the Chelsea well. fans didn't want to go. I've, I've, exactly. I've watched a lot of Chelsea fans on social media and different sort of content that they upload. And a lot of them... Like really were disappointed when they found out he was sacked, which yeah. I was as well. I I didn't want him to get sacked because it did seem yeah. like a turn to, a turning point to bring in a club legend. It really did. 
But and if someone, yeah, if we had like we were heading to get Europa League football, which is just not at all, like it's not even close to good enough, and that's sort of like hmm. how like. Do you have to make a choice then? Do you continue with the project, which was included, yep, keeping the manager, which was looking like it was long term going to work, but short term you're not going to get the Champions League football that you should easily be getting when you spend that much money. It's mm. it's quite conflicting. I still think we should have kept them, but I think there's still a case to be made for the sacking of them, even though it is what we do pretty much every year or every two years i think i also think the big problem is i feel like that's lampard's chance gone yeah i don't see him coming back it's not an easy thing to do to come back to an old club that you've managed before and you struggled with yeah and because he's a legend because he's an icon and because he's still attached to the club that's why it's such a big thing to not him not be able to come back, even though obviously he can. Yeah. He might go away, Celtic have sacked their manager, so the Steven Gerrard rivalry might come that back. That would be crazy. That would be quite good. Quite good. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a weird one, because look, looking at hindsight, it's it's somewhat been the right call, because Chelsea are in great form well, right now. Short term, it's the right call, but like, yeah. what I see with watching Chelsea and Tuchel right now is it's still attacking is okay but it's not really nothing much has changed we're scoring goals but that seems like it's just the manager like the new manager effect like players are excited about playing for a new manager they give a little bit more effort but not much tactically has really changed to show me that Tuchel was actually the right decision yet even though we're getting the results getting big important wins like against away to Tottenham away to Atletico like still convincing wins along there. I don't see that much impressiveness going forward yet. Yet, because being the new, key word. Because that new manager period is big for it is. Tuchel. To, he needs to get his tactics involved with them as early as possible. So yeah. when the, the results do start to drop down, the players know how he wants to play. They know like what he wants to do with this team and they can try and then perform it. Yeah. I've been impressed with his tactics defensively and in the midfield. Like, he's almost brought Jorginho into it a little bit more, which I thought he was pretty much down and out in the Chelsea shirt. Lampard yeah. was never playing him. He's been a, he's been he's played a lot of games. Kovacic has been really, really good recently. Um, defensively, like, Rüdiger's been... Rüdiger and Christensen, I, I pretty much thought we were going to leave the club, but they've both been really good as of recent weeks. With Thiago Silva out mm. as well. As he's been a good right centre-back. It just seems like attacking, we're lacking. Well, that was an unneeded rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like, I like that. He's back in centre-back, I think. He's had a lot of history there. And when the Conte days, that was he was unreal centre-back. Yeah. And so, yeah, we get to... He's obviously going to do well there. Another manager crisis right now. Is, you wanted to talk about Jose, I think. I think this is an interesting one because... I don't think he should be sacked because the reason is we, who else do they go for? But Definitely what, be what Tottenham did by sacking Parch was scrapping their long term and going full Chelsea and going, but we want... Chelsea we want for six years. No, no, no. We want this manager because he's going to get us trophies. Right? And you sacked a manager that was going to be able to build, had the ability to build this team up. He built it. And then got to a final, and then it went uh, yeah, bad. We were in like the bottom half of the table after yes. halfway through the season. But there's going to be there's going to be dull periods with managers. You can, you see it with Liverpool that right now. A dull period. And but this. But you but guys Jose, were in first. We we weren't in first. We were in like fourteenth. I know, I know. But Jose Mourinho has been brought in for a short term goal of winning trophies. I don't even necessarily think that's true. I think, I think that's that, how it that works. Is... Why would they have sacked Potch if they didn't want the trophies? Yeah. Why wouldn't they have just kept them? Well, they want the trophies, but they don't want it short term. I think they talked to him before. And they but if, they didn't, gonna... if they didn't want the trophies short term, what is the purpose of sacking Potch? No, they do want the trophies, but they don't want Jose short term. No, but okay, he's I never going to be that. a manager. He's never going to be a long term manager. 
But you, okay. It never has been. I think when you when you appoint a new manager, your goal is always for them to stick around for as long as they can. But, like, but I think that point is like, I think that point's extra important with Jose because of his history with bouncing clubs, kind of three or four couple of years, and then leaving after he runs into some bad form. I think Daniel Levy's in a position where he thinks he's got Jose Mourinho at the club. This is his one opportunity to just throw money at someone and hope to get trophies. It's not like that's worked with Jose before, like necessarily, because when he was at United, which could just be the fact that it's United, but they like his some of the signings he made there wasn't weren't great. Like he spent money on big players and they didn't turn out that well. I can't remember one that did. Because you, because Jose Mourinho. Obviously, he's been brought in to bring trophies, and he's got you to eighth in the league, ninth in the league, and a Carabao Cup final. But no one cares about Carabao Cup. There have been yeah. glimpses of what he can do, but it's Luke, not Luke. consistent enough. Yeah. If you win the Carabao Cup, no one's going to blink an eye. I actually don't think so. I think if you haven't won a trophy in like I think it's thirteen years, you take a Carabao Cup. You take yes, it. I know, but... but that's not what that's not what they brought him in for. That's not what they brought him in for. They brought him in for Europa leagues and ch- trying to get into ch- like solid Champions League year in year out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's not he's not providing that. League. No, Pochettino. But Pochettino was consistently providing that, and he was building on it. He had made a Champions League final. Yeah, and then the season after that, it all fell to pieces. But how long was that? Like, how long was he in that season for? Over half the season, Luca. It's about twenty games in when he got sacked. You guys weren't in bottom half of the table twenty games in, though. I believe. I think. Pretty sure we were. No, you weren't. I. You definitely weren't that far behind. But either way, I think with Chelsea, we've never got to the point where we've actually had a manager for that long. Like, what was it, six years with Poch? Uh, yeah. yeah. So it seems like well, you, why not just fully, like, keep going with it? And why is it only when Mourinho comes in that money is actually backed with him? If my, why is money not backed with Poch? It hasn't been backed with him. You, you went what, dished out for Richelon and Bale and... Richelon. Oh, he's only like 30 mil, and then Bale's loan. Um, yeah, Bale, you start to pay the wages. Bale's 15 mil, plus we sold someone else to Southampton for 11 mil, so it only cost about four. Right. That's not that much. That's not more, um, that much more than well, that was given to um, Poch. When Poch was brought in, he made like, like seven signings or something like that in his first year. Wasn't that from the Modric and Bale or the Bale money? Yeah, but it was a couple of seasons after. Right. I think it was like 2014 or something like that. What do you see with Mourinho, though? What's, what's the future? Well, I don't know, to be honest. It is a tricky one. I, I, yeah, it, de- it really depends. Because there's so many things that are questionable right now, like whether Harry Kane stays or goes, and Harry Kane wants to stay. He wants to stay, but he only I think wants he to stay. go, though. If we start winning stuff. For him to really go down to go. as one of the best strikers ever, because he he is so good, like he's really really good. But for him to go down as one of the best strikers mm. ever, I, I think, think he has to leave Spurs. Top, though, he could, he could top a lot of Alan Shearer's records though if he just stays at Tottenham. He could stand the prem, but yeah, Aguero's yeah, leaving. I feel like Aguero's City could leave. easily be the player for him, and he would score so many goals there, and he would win trophies. Yeah. And he needs that. Obviously, trophies don't mean everything. But when you look at the players that have been one club, Gerard, Totti, Lampard. Yeah, they have won. They have won trophies. Lampard was at West Ham for a bit. Oh yeah, but mostly Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, no, but you, you, they have won. Gerard obviously didn't get the champion, um, Premier League, but he won the Champions League. He won multiple cup competitions. Yeah, and I think the difference between that is Harry Kane doesn't have those players around him. I know. Gerard didn't have... You can't say oh, Gerard had sorry, much I'm, more I'm, around I'm, him. I'm referring to Lampard, but you're right about Gerard. Yeah, but, um, but what I'm saying is Kane needs to leave. I disagree, but... If he wants to go down, is one of the best. 
He will. He will anyway. He will anyway. But the whole point of football is to win trophies. I I wouldn't necessarily 100% agree with that. What? Is it to have fun? No. What what are those players doing out there, though, every single day? What are they training for? I don't think this is worth... Because Bill, like, arguing about. I think this sticks to the point. Man City, West Ham. Uh, Ooh. Hey, who's at home? Uh, Man City. Yeah, yeah, they will, but who's at home? Uh, Man City. Right. I will... I'll go first. I will back a Tonell City win because I still feel like I don't see enough from West Ham going forward. Like, Antonio's been good, but I feel like they still don't have any big convincing wins that often. Like, uh, they, I mean, to be fair, they had a few yeah, against Wolves. You can't back a City win, I don't think. Season, but I think, yeah, it's straightforward to give Leicester the win, even though West Ham, not Leicester, City, uh, the win. Even though West Ham have been good, I think it's just City. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say two one, two one city. Alright. Yeah, I'll back it. I'm going. I'm going three 0 city. Okay. Alright. West Brom Brighton big game. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna get be getting up at at four a.m. to watch this one. Me too. Big no Sunday, Sunday morning. Are you actually going um, that long, yeah. I don't think it's gonna be much in this game. I'll too. go one all. Actually, no, I'll go 2 on Brighton. I'll go 2 uh, on Brighton. Leeds, Eston, Villa. I'll go one big Brighton, game. Then. Okay, Leeds, Villa. Um, no Grealish, maybe. How, how long is he out for? I don't know. Matty Cash hat trick, 3-0 Aston Villa. No. So, I reckon, I reckon Leeds win. I reckon they hold their form. And I reckon they win 2-0. I'm going to Villa win, I'd say. I'm going to 2-1 okay. Villa win. But I'll say 1-1. Say what you want to say. Oh, no, but earlier... Say what you want to say. We did say... No, I, I'm throwing it up. I think... Because like, we literally earlier said Leeds are a win or lose team. Yeah, I know. Team. So I don't... Mm. Oh, I'm going to say 2-1 Villa. Okay. All right. Um, Newcastle. Newcastle Wills. Oh, the back of two. Oh, but Wolves are bad. For yeah. Me. No, Wolves are quarterback. I'm going now. one one. I'm going to two no Wolves for one. Okay, Crystal Palace Fulham. That's a, oh, like a, a relevant game, to be honest. I don't think it is though. Fulham. This is a big game for Fulham. Yeah, that's true. If they if they got if they get three points here. They're on better goal difference than Newcastle. And if Newcastle slip up to Wolves, then just like that, they're out. And do you think? Do you think that they'll go into that game knowing Wolves could win and knowing like if they they could go for it here, get the three points and move out of the relegation zone? Well, yes. Well, they'll know the result because okay. it's the day before, okay. so that's pretty big. I think, but I think. The worst team to play are the teams that are like fighting for their life. Yeah, Fulham's especially position. at the end of the season. Exactly, because they're putting they're going to put it all yeah, on the that's line. That's worse than missing a mid-table team. Scott Parker, exactly. Scott Parker, a young manager who's who's probably got a bit more of it, like a chip on his shoulder, and that wants to push forward more than Steve Bruce's Newcastle. I think it will be a one-nil win to Fulham. Oh, I mean, are they missing Newcastle? No, no, no. Palace. I'm worried about Palace. Palace. I think I mean, they've Palace struggled game. going forward at times, and they've also struggled defensively at times. I'll go. I'll yeah. go three-one Fulham. Two-nil okay. Fulham. Ah, uh, two-nil Palace. List Arsenal. Oh, you're back. Yeah. Okay. List Arsenal. That will be very good game. One. Yeah. It will. I'm going really? Leicester win. I'll go 2 0 Leicester. I'm going Leicester win as well. 3 1. 1 0 Burnley. Tottenham Burnley, nil all. I will actually go nil all. I'm not kidding. 1 0 Burnley. I can see it. 
Chris, I, I hope it's Jay Rodriguez. Get on maybe. the podcast. I would retire. Chris, if you're listening, mate, come, come on, on anytime. Damn. Anywhere. <laughs> well, we'll wake up at four in the morning for you. Don't Chris, you worry. Don't even care. You know how it is. Yeah, we, we will wake up. <laughs> you know we have to wake up at like four in the morning just to just to speak to you. We will do it. Make sure you... Chris Wood. Everyone listening, make sure you DM Chris Wood. Yeah. No, don't, don't spam. We don't want to annoy him. him. Just send him one nice heartfelt message saying these lovely boys from New Zealand would really love to talk to you. Uh, Chelsea. Oh, I mean, I'm always going to uh, back a Chelsea win here because I'm I a Chelsea fan. I will have two shots. Chelsea would have one. Absolute boar fest. Surely not another nil-nil. Oh, I'd be so annoyed if there's not nil I wouldn't rule it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna back a Chelsea win. From a neutral point of view, I'd say easily a draw is the most favourable outcome. I'm gonna go I'll go two 0 Chelsea, but that's for just because I'm that my Chelsea bias. Yeah. I'm never gonna predict yeah, a game. Sheffield, though, but... Yeah. Um Sheffield win, that's that's expected. Everton Southampton. Wait, what was a Sheffield win? Liverpool. Have everything? One 0 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Liverpool. <laughs> I, I'll I will go two 0 Liverpool though. Josh has to come back and score two. Nico Williams at the break. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Champions League. So we'll just do the four games that are happening this week. Juventus at home I to Porto. Draw. Yeah. Two one down. I mean, I think Juve will turn up. You think Porto Porto's go plan through? is going to be to sit back. Just take everything and hit them on the counter. I think 100%. it's obvious going into it. I I just feel like this is one of those mm. games where Ronaldo will do what Ronaldo does so well. It's just score when they need him to. Like I I I see this as a two 0 Juve win. Mm. Ronaldo would probably get both goals. Score. Oh, I think Juve will. Yeah, yeah they'll come through. Two 0 win maybe. I think Dortmund will I'm win. I'm thinking a two 0 Sevilla win. So. I'm I'm going one all. My Jules couldn't be to get an upgrade. I'm gonna cry. Okay. Okay. Um. PSG Barca. Two 0 PSG. I think it'll be three 0 to PSG. Uh, I'll go one 0 PSG. So Bar. It's at PSG. It's like a And then. Damn. Barca yeah, yeah, is um, Liverpool Leipzig, I think. Three 0 Leipzig. Okay. I just hate Liverpool. I'll back. I'm. <laughs> where is that one? I think. Is it at Liverpool or? I think it's yeah. Well, I'll schedule them. Yeah, I'll say one all. I think it'll be a draw. We'll do the next four games. Seven, seven for yeah. the next podcast. Nah, we'll leave them for next. All right, guys. So I, I think the audio was a bit of a fun today, but hopefully it wasn't too bad. Right, so I reckon it's time to cue outro. the outro music. Go.